Look, I I'm really glad I found you two because I was just on my way to the morgue. For Lana! Do you have any idea what they do to unclaimed bodies? No, I, I, I don't reckon I do. Oh. Well, I don't either, but whatever it is, it can't be good. Well, we better get over there before she ends up in the tomb for the unknown hooker. Hello and welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting across from me is Arwen. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies. And more. And more. Uh, if you like us, come to our Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. We're also on Twitter. We are at Fun Time Movies 1. That is Fun Time Movies and the number one. You can listen to us on all the platforms in the world, including Stitcher. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and more. Now let's get to the show. So this is a movie that I think this podcast was made for. Oh, really? Yes. Forgotten Classic Films. Mm -hmm. The movie is Angel. It is rated R. And it is, it was released in 1984. It's a very tame rated R. Yeah. I mean, other than full frontal nudity in mm. locker room situations, the main character doesn't get naked. No. Um, in fact, she's, she, we find out she's a hooker. Mm-hmm. And uh, we never really see her hooking. No. We see her walking around. But yeah. for the most part... Uh, I think only one time does she pick up a John. Yeah. And it turns out it's not really a John, so. No, it is. The one that finds the body. We'll get there. Oh, yes. I forgot about that guy. All right. So, directed by Robert Vincent O'Neill. He wrote this movie. He wrote the second and third installments of this movie. Mm-hmm. He didn't really direct much. Okay. It stars Clifford Gorman. Susan Tyrell, Dick Sean, and we'll talk about Dick Sean a little bit later, Rory Calhoun, and Donna Wilkes as Angel, and then uh, John Deal as the killer. And He's we, the most recognizable person other than uh, uh, Dick Sean. In fact, well, yeah, I didn't know who Dick Sean was until... I didn't either. Until uh, later. He just looked really familiar. Yeah. So we open up and we find out, you know, we're in Hollywood. Donna Wilkes plays a girl named Molly. And she's in pigtails. And she looks like she's very young. She's mm-hmm. actually 23 in this film. Yeah. During the making of this film. But she's supposedly a 15-year-old. And she has the frame of a 15-year-old. Yeah. I and mean, she looks very young, except for her face. And she goes to North Oaks Prep School. Yeah. We see her going to school... She's wearing classic schoolgirl uniform, but nobody's really wearing uniforms. She gets off the bus and I was like, nobody else looks like that. Nobody else yeah. looks like that. This guy named Wayne, this nerd. He's a creeper. A bushy, redheaded, weirdo looking guy. He asks her out on a date and she's like, uh, my mom won't let me. I'm too, she says, I'm too young to date. And he's like, "Oh." And see... Knowing what the premise of the movie was before going into seeing it, I was like, I feel like he knows. 
He didn't he's, know. He's just a creeper. No, he. She's pretty. He. He's trying to build up confidence. Uh, that's true. There's a dude in my high school that he pretty much stalked a girl. Oh no! Um, because he was trying to get her to go out on a date with him, and you know, she just wasn't into it at all. Wow. Um. So Molly gets home and she puts on her whore paint. You know, and she's using like eyeshadow and she's pencils. No, the funny thing is, is that uh, there's like this outfit in the background, this yeah. like red lingerie looking thing, and I was like, it's odd for a 15 year old to have, yeah. you know. And it's like, oh yeah, I know what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, to to premise this, I watched this movie. In probably 1987 or 88. Okay. Still pretty young Maybe 86. So I was 11 or 12 when I first saw this movie. At a neighbor's house. She was the only one in in our neighborhood that had HBO. Mm -hmm. So it was the first time I watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, wow. It's the first time I watched uh, a Chuck Norris film since I'd been very, very young. Mm Mm-hmm. And HBO was still in its infancy, so it was still showing, you know, a lot of B-movies on a loop, mm-hmm. and this was one of them. And I was watching it, you know, my mom was there, the the neighbor was there, and uh, whenever there'd be nudity, I'd be like, don't look around, don't look around, don't look around. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, th- those are just boobs, I, I get it, I see boobs, yeah. So, so anyway... Yeah, she puts on her paint, uh, you know, her her makeup, and then we see her walk in the streets. Mm-hmm. She's wearing like this leather skirt, and you know, she's got great legs. Mm-hmm. She's got no boobs. Yeah. In fact, uh, she she had just gotten done doing Jaws two before this. Okay, Donna Wilkes. Mm-hmm. Um, and before that, she did a movie called Schizoid. Schizoid, I think. And then, uh, and then another movie. And she had done topless scenes in both of those movies. Oh. So it wasn't, like, out of her wheelhouse to do nudity. Uh, I think that they just didn't have her do nudity because they wanted to make her seem more pure, even though she was a hooker. I can understand that. Make her, make her more, make the audience feel like she is a minor. Yeah. So we see the cast of characters in kind of like a montage um we see kit carson this Mm -hmm. cowboy he's you know showing his guns to little kids and saying yeah i was a rooting tooting gunslinger blah 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 (laughs) and he talks about this one dude like he was a god oh yeah um we see may may's my favorite yeah may's everybody's favorite like if you watch this movie you're gonna you're gonna notice dick sean oh yeah He's just freaking phenomenal in this movie. And apparently, he'd been phenomenal forever, and I'd never heard of him. He's one of those forgotten stand-up comics because he never did a TV show. He only did variety shows, Mm -hmm. uh, Carson and things like that. Um, He was in It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. I don't know how many mads there's. There's a lot in there. Um, (laughs) And he played some psycho in that. Yeah. He was in The Producers. Uh, the original, not the musical. And he was 
Hitler in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just this weird actor. And, like, I watched a couple of YouTube videos about him. He was an improv guy. He he was a guy that, like, if you didn't like his act, he didn't give a crap. Right. He was an Andy Kaufman before there was an Andy Kaufman. Yeah, uh, they tossed that around a lot. Um, sadly, he died on stage, literally. Um, yeah. He's one of the those performers, you know, he, like, people thought he was kidding. In fact, I guess people went home thinking that that was a stupid way to end the show. Yeah, and they were um, mad until and, they read the paper. But he was really dead. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dick Sean steals this freaking movie. Oh, absolutely. And and Dick Sean is May. Yeah, May. Uh, he plays a transvestite, probably hooker as well. <laughs> I believe the character is also a hooker. Yeah. We see a guy named Yo-Yo. He's mm-hmm. a uh, he's a yo-yo uh, like a magician performer? clown performer. Yeah, he performs with yo-yos. Like, but, uh, but he looks like a magician clown. Uh, no, he looks like Hitler. He's got the Hitler mustache. Well, he does, and the but the hat. rest of the 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 outfit. He's dressed like Charlie Chaplin. I understand that, but he looks like a there's magician no, clown. There's no makeup on his face. That mustache is makeup. No, it was what? a mustache. Ugh. So we find out that there's a killer on the loose. Oh, yeah. During this opener, Angel gets in a car with a guy. Yeah. And uh, she she's like, you know I'm underage, right? Yeah, he's a cop. He's a cop. He's a she opens cop. She opens the glove box and there's all this recording and everything. Yeah. And she's like, why don't you just drop me off here? And yeah, there's my friend. And yeah. that's when we see May and yeah. whatnot. Um, but yeah, we see this little weird community that surrounds Angel, like all these friends. Yes. So it, it's kind of odd that there's like this community like mm-hmm. people sticking up for each other and things like that um yo-yo likes this one hooker crystal yeah she's beautiful she's very pretty yeah we see the uh killer though like they cut to the killer and it's always like in a dark room and he's like working out or doing other weird stuff mm-hmm. um and that's the the what's his name that actor john deal yeah who you'll recognize. Yeah, he was in uh, Stripes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been in just about yeah, everything. he's been in a lot there of was, stuff. There was a movie he was in with Kirstie Alley uh, uh, called Madhouse. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. He, this guy is, you know, he's he's done a lot of comedies and television and things mm-hmm. like that. He is probably the most recognizable other than Susan Terrell. Yes, so, yeah, the Crystal's talking to Yo-Yo, and he's like, gives her, like, this top, you know, like, a spinning, top. A, a spinning yeah. top. And and she's like, oh, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Because she's never walked outside of her home. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, she's hooking. She might have had a hard life. She yeah. may not have seen something so fun. And then, you know, we see some interaction between... Uh, a detective and a and a police officer, mm-hmm. and he's like, "How would you like to, you know, wear plain clothes and help me find this killer?" And the guy's like, "Oh, would I?" Yeah, uh, and that guy, oh, I wrote down his name, 
because it's like Carson or something like that. Collins, I think Collins. it's Collins. Yeah, uh, I really liked his character. He he, it was interesting because they see Angel. Yeah, you know, and Collins is really familiar with everybody on the street. Yeah, and the lieutenant is like how old is she you know and it's like well they all protect her and blah blah and yeah you know it's like well i guess it's just gonna be a thing <laughs> yeah so the killer picks up crystal and he's got like ted bundy hair he's a nice form anyway he's like mm-hmm. got muscles and things like that and she's like "Ooh, you're not a fat ugly guy <laughs> i'd rather bang you than the fat ugly guy you know they they have like this I don't know what it's. They rent like these little homes. So there's like they, they look like uh, little cottages almost, yeah. like a motel cottages. And uh, she does. They don't even make it into. No, the cottage. she's like she's like, hey, uh, it's right up here. And then like two other hookers come out of her room mm-hmm. and like they're laughing and carrying on. He doesn't want to be seen, so he like pulls her aside into like a between the buildings mm-hmm. and. And they're, he's got her mouth covered. And those two hookers, they're just jabbering about whatever. Yeah, they're they're in the same sight line as these two. Yeah, yeah. But they're just they not could, paying attention. They could literally look to their left and see mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. And they don't. So he stabs, he stabs Crystal, like, in the kidneys. Yeah. And, uh, and apparently a little bit more, and then she dies. Later on, we see him having sex with the dead body uh-huh. not literally no. like they cut away from yes. it but like you get really uncomfortably yes. close to seeing him having sex uh-huh. with a dead body we meet Sully and that's played by Susan Terrell she's Molly's landlord mm-hmm. she's a lesbian yeah um she dresses like no other human being I've ever seen. It's like a cross of Cindy Lauper and just complete weird artist. Yeah, she's she's very punk rock looking. Yes, her glasses are weird. Yeah, like one of the arms to her glasses is gone and it's just like a string. A string. And the string is like tied to her ear. So like every now and then she'll just take off her glasses and it'll just be dangling off her ear. Yeah, it's kind of clever. It's weird, but it's clever. Yeah, this is a uh, Susan Terrell. She was she, she's been in a lot of things. Um, notably, like what we've seen is the Forbidden Zone. Mm-hmm. She was married to Harvey Velichez for a little while. That had to be a weird relationship. It had to have been. Um, she might have been the one that found him dead. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, she that's, was that's she sad. was working all the way up until she passed away. Oh, really? So, she did a lot of work, though. Like, if you look at her uh, credits in IMDb, there's just a lot of stuff there. Hmm. Um. Oh, oh, I think the first thing I ever saw her in was Crybaby. Yeah. Yeah, she's in that. Yeah, I, I don't see how she wasn't in more John Waters stuff anyway. So... So yeah, Molly's home. She's she pays the rent. Yes, uh, she's taking her mom a breakfast. We to never serve see her, her mother. In bed. Well, her mom's invalid. Um, 
so she's taking her mom breakfast in bed, but there's a knock at the door. So she has to like put the breakfast in bed tray down. Mm-hmm. She has to paint, hang a painting that Sully painted <laughs> up above the mantle uh-huh. or whatever. And then she answers the door. It's rent time. I'll go get mom. She'll write you a check. So she goes into her mom's room. Her mom writes a check, obviously. She and comes back with a check, yeah, at least. She she gives Sully the check. And Sully, the whole time, she's, like, admiring her painting. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, this is a good place for that painting. <laughs> um, but it, it's just a cool interaction showing, like, even Sully, who probably knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, is looking after Molly. Yes. Molly Stewart. We cut to the 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 freaking bad guy again. And this is where we the only time I think we find out what his name is. Yeah. And it's a blink and you'll miss it. It's on a photograph that he's looking of him and his mother and it's signed to Billy. Yeah. Otherwise you never you never know this guy's name. So we're assuming his name is Billy. His given name was probably Billy. Right. He doesn't he do something really weird? Yeah, he takes his knife. His he's got this switchblade that is like an extension of his penis apparently because he uses it for everything. Yeah. And uh and he like cuts open the tip of a, a raw egg and he oh, just starts yeah. sucking on that egg. And then he like crushes, crushes the shell it, into and his he mouth. Smashes it into his mouth. It's so gross. Yeah, it is not the best thing I've ever seen. I've accidentally gotten eggshell in my in my egg, you know, once, yeah. and it's it's awful. It's not good. I can't imagine doing a whole egg. No. <laughs> um, we come back. He, he he sucks on the egg for a yeah. long time while he's staring at that picture, and I was like, "This is uncomfortable." Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Andrews, the cop, he said, um, "We we know his height and build probably." We know that he's probably got mommy issues. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Uh, he's a possible necrophiliac. Um, he's got, uh, you know, he's, they already have this profile on him. Uh-huh. They just don't know who he is. Yeah. Or where he is. And he's killed like two others before Crystal. Mm-hmm. So there's a pattern that he's just killing hookers like Jack the Ripper. And it, and it seems like it's accelerating. Yes. Molly goes to school. She talks to her principal, not guidance counselor. Yeah, I still think it's... Yeah. The guidance counselor has the most beautiful office ever. It seemed like a guidance counselor office. It's full of books and plants, and it's just like... Furniture. Open. Yeah. It's huge. It's like, oh my gosh. It was like a library size office. She lives there. Yeah. (laughs) But then we cut to a jock. And I keep forgetting his name, but I'm just calling, I'm going to call him Jock. The thing about Miss Ellen, the the principal that I really liked, is that she was concerned about Molly's social uh, behavior. Like, do you have friends? Yeah. And she's like, but I'm getting really good grades. And it's like, it's not always about the A. Because it's not. Yeah. Molly is a straight A student, honor roll. Yes. I mean, she's working really hard. So that she can go to college mm-hmm. and get out of her life. Yes. That she's got in. She, she doesn't want to live like a hooker the no. rest of her life. No. Um, yeah. She's, uh, she wants Molly to do extracurricular activities. Yeah. So this jock, he's a, 
I, 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 like I said, I don't know his name, but he's talking to his friends and his friends are like, hey, you've banged everybody in this school but her. What's up with that? And so he walks up to her and he goes, hey, want to bang? And she's like, no, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> Back off, buddy. Yeah. Uh, he's really aggressive towards her, too. Yeah, it's very rapey the way he acts. Uh, it reminds me of in the Goonies. The, yeah. That that footballer guy. Yeah. Totally that same stereotype. Stereotype, that kind of trope is in a lot of 80s films. Oh, anyway. yeah. Like um, Revenge of the Nerds. Some kind of wonderful. Yeah. That jock was oppressive. Pretty and, in pink. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, those type of movies. I mean, they, they, they're these guys that just, I've conquered everybody. I've slain everyone with my yeah. sword. Yeah, yeah. Except for that one. Yeah, it's just weird. So... And it's she, a horrible she trope. She turns him down. Yes. And he's got two crony buddies, too, that are, they remind me of uh, the big dog and little dog from the Looney yeah. Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, get him. Yeah. <laughs> Go get him, butch. <laughs> um, so, Yo-Yo found the body of Crystal. Oh, and you just feel bad for Yo-Yo. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just crying. Destroyed. Yeah. And she'd only been there for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, But he had grown, you know, like, everybody sees each other all the time. They're all working Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And to really nail this home, like, it's kind of real how this is. There are street performers at night there's people dressed like Batman and Spider-Man that are like, hey, get my picture for mm-hmm. 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. I mean, I've seen video of uh, Batman punching the crap out of Spider-Man oh. <laughs> and Hollywood Boulevard. Um, so we do see this stuff. I mean, they're walking on the uh, the stars, the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame stars and... Uh, yeah, they actually shot on the Hollywood oh, yeah. Boulevard, whether they had a permit or not. Yeah, they did not. Yeah. They just shot stuff, and, like, they're, like, the extras, they're not extras. They're just real people that uh, were on the freaking uh-huh, boulevard, uh-huh. and we'll talk about that near the end of this film. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, Yo-Yo finds the body, and, like, there's, the, the whole crew is there, like, a, a bunch of hookers. Yes. Kit Carson's there. Kit yeah. Carson's, like, cussing, and... He goes, pardon my French, but blah, 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 you uh-huh. know, sing, things like that. So he's like trying to be like respectful to the ladies. Um, Yo-Yo's crying. He's got the top in his hand. And and, and she's bloody. not just, she, she, she's not just dead. Oh no. She's she was cutting pieces. pieces. Yeah. Like they have like small garbage bags yes. of her. Yes. And they're just putting it in the body bag. Yes. And, and you're like, what did he do? Yeah. Yeah. So he's. He, he had a crush. He finds her. He's got her blood on his hands. He's got the top in his hands. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's weird. And, and Andrews is like, do you have an alibi? And he's like, yeah. He goes, all right, well, just, you know, be around for questioning, mm-hmm, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. And Andrews is a nice guy. He is. Um, um, he's not the jackass cop that you're going to hate. He's like cares about them and like he gives his card to everybody in the crowd and Molly's like the last one to take one because she's like no uh huh not gonna take that which is it's weird she's very combative against it yeah like a fifteen year old would be well yeah that's true um but Andrews uh really takes interest in Molly and her safety and I think it's because she is a teenager yeah. 
Um, then we cut down to later, I guess, that day. Maybe maybe it's the next day. Maybe it's a couple days later. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the cop said, hey, work in pairs, you know, know where everybody is. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out. Yeah. And we see this girl. Um, I forget her name. Um, it starts with an L, I think. Lana, Luna. I think it's Lana. Yeah, Lana. Okay. So Lana and Angel are working together. Yeah, and they're talking about moving to Tahiti. Um, earlier on, Lana was like... She, she yelled at May mm-hmm. for making jokes. Mm-hmm. She's like, our friend's dead and and you're making jokes. And <laughs> Dick Sean just ad-libs a lot throughout this movie and he's just telling his own jokes i think Uh because he goes he goes uh two blind lesbians walk into a fish market or get lost in a fish market get it (laughs) you know and it's like one of those weird jokes and it's like what (laughs) because you know the writer didn't write that in there no no yeah he just speaks and he's like lightning quick clever Uh like his wit is there um and he yeah he every time Dick Sean's on the screen. It, it, the, the scene's stolen. Oh, yeah. Um, especially with Susan Terrell. It's Susan Terrell and him should have done a buddy cop movie. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, but, yeah, they're talking about going to Tahiti and, like, the, they'll get a discount if they're sisters. So they're going to pose as sisters to mm. go to Tahiti uh, during the wintertime when it's, like, only 300 bucks to go. Mm. You know, things like that. And it's like, all right. And then she sees the killer across yeah. the street. Molly sees him. Yes. It's it's dark. It's yeah. duskish. So Lana runs across the street and they leave together and Molly's like, ah, she's going to fall in love today. Not really. Not really. <laughs> um, Molly sees the killer. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of find it funny that... Uh, Angel goes and does homework. Yeah. Yeah, she's doing homework in this gigantic, like, lobby of a hotel. Uh Uh-huh. And this guy comes up to her and goes, hey, you want to stop doing that for a while? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I sure do. He is such a creep. And he's got a Quebec license plate. He does. Yeah, he's a freaking Canadian. (laughs) Quebecer. Yeah, he's a Quebecer. (laughs) All the good fishing up in Quebec. He... He goes, you better be 14 or I'll throw you back in because you're too old. And I was like, yeah. barf. Yeah. <laughs> um, this this guy was played by a character actor. He did a lot of John Carpenter films. Oh, okay. Um, he did They Live, um, Prince of Darkness, things like that. He played cops. He's played creeps, obviously. Mm-hmm. He played just about everybody. Okay. Earlier on... Lana is, you know, undressing and says, hey, buddy, why don't you take your clothes off? And then that they was, cut away. That yeah. was the first nude scene I'd ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. And it's just top half, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then throughout the rest of this movie, I saw a lot more. You saw a lot more, yes. Um, um, and that was at the high school. Yeah. <laughs> the high school with all those <laughs> 28, 29-year-old hot women. I don't know why they were there. They were just there. Uh, but legalities. Yeah. <laughs> but she's killed. We don't see that. No. It, it was kind of like 
off camera, but like Molly's like, Hey Lana, you, you, your time's up. And then they like, the guy's like, Hey, can't speak with your mouthful. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. He makes her go get a key or she's got a key. Yeah, she's makes got her, a key. makes her go in. And the front room is empty. Yeah. And you she's can, like, you don't notice anything there. He's like, all right, let's do this. And she goes, why don't you go and get cleaned up first? Like take a shower. And he's like, yeah, all right. He goes into the bathroom. A couple seconds later. Yeah. He's he's running out of there like a frightened schoolgirl. Yeah, you notice he leaves uh like blood on the on yeah. the wall as he's touched it, you know, cuz mm-hmm. he kind of stumbles out and you're like, "Oh, this isn't good for Angel to find." Yeah. So she goes in there <laughs> to see what's going on. Of course, uh-huh. Lana's in the sh- in the bathtub dead. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And so she sits there and cries. And then, you know, we see the cops talking to her and we get this. All right. So Donna Wilkes isn't a great actress, um, but she did probably her best performance in this part of the movie where she's talking to Andrews. Mm. And she's like, he's like, everybody's got to pay their price one day. Are you willing to pay yours? And she's like, of course I am. And then she's like. Do you think I want guys sweating and slobbering all over me mm-hmm. all the time? No, I'm not going to do this the rest of my life. This isn't who I am. And so he's like, who the hell are you? Yeah. So he basically, uh, they, they they also find out that she saw who the guy was. Yeah, so she drew a sketch or had a sketch artist draw a sketch. To the best of her ability. She's like, I don't know what he looked like. Yeah. And it's like... And they cut, kind of do. They cut to Billy the killer, and he's like standing in a like a wash basin, and he's just scrubbing himself with a loofah in front of a window. In front of an open window, yeah. It's dark, but there's still the fluorescent lights, and I was like, only psychos, yeah, are um, naked in front of the windows. It's it's a image. You know, like, you can't get that out of your head. You know, uh-huh. It's like one of those things. It's like, And he's vigorously scrubbing himself. Oh, yeah. The way I remembered it in my head was he was using a, uh, a brush, but he wasn't. He was using a loofah. And I was like, oh, I always thought he used, like, a brush. Like a it's a good thing he didn't use a brush. brush on his genitals. Oh, yeah, he was scrubbing good the crap Lord, yeah. out of himself. And he was covered in blood. Yeah. So how he got home looking like that is beyond me. Maybe he took his clothes off before. No, yeah. No, still. So May and Kit, they uh, they they see Angel come out of the cop car. They drop her off at you know on Hollywood Boulevard, and uh, so they take her home. Yes, and I love, I love May and Kit. Yeah, they're awesome. You just do. They're the kind of people that. You know that there's a community, and and in real life, I'm sure that there is a community of people that look after for each other on these streets. Yeah. And they made it feel like it's more real. Yeah. The two of them. Absolutely. You know, and I kind of get the feeling that it's because they've performed on streets before, too. Yeah. So they kind of brought that realness to the scenes. Probably. Uh, Kit... Like they cut to the next day or maybe two days later, whatever. I think but this is day after day after day. Kit, yeah. Kit is like being forced to move into a retirement home by this lawyer. Trying. Trying. Yeah. And he's like, I'll shoot you in your face, buddy. I know. It's weird. 
And uh, so he he decides that he's not going to force yes. Kit just yet. In the second movie, he's in the retirement home and they break him out. Oh. It's funny. That's funny. It, it's like a slapstick type scene. It's mm-hmm. like this guy, Johnny Glitter and Angel and somebody else. Oh, and uh, Sully. They're, they just break him out. That's funny. Anyway, uh, they decide that they're going to go and claim Lana's body because she needs a good burial. And then they get in trouble by the cops because you can't do that. <laughs> so so they're like, yeah, we're going to go do that. And then the next scene is like, we're sorry we did that. <laughs> well, in, in Angel's defense, you know, being 15, she doesn't know that. And she's like, Lana didn't have any family. We no. were her family. Yeah. Uh, so then, like, the next day, Molly's being followed to school by Andrews, the the detective. And he's like, all right, let's, uh, let's go see what this girl's up to. Um, he obviously talks to the teacher or the, the, the principal because she, she doesn't know really why, but he finds out, like, she's a straight-A student, mm-hmm. her mother's an invalid, she's she shouldn't she's not in any kind of trouble mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. she just goes to school yeah see the jock get real rapey with molly at this point yeah i wrote it down as football rick is back so yeah, football rick <laughs> maybe his name was rick. i think his name was rick <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like hey how would you like me to punch you in the vagina with my penis i don't think that's exactly how he says it no no, no. the way i put it was a little nicer um, but yeah, he says some things and she's like, F you go away. She's not having that. She's mm-hmm. still a virgin, you know. Uh, we get uh, a scene also right after this of Billy in the porno theater. Yeah, he goes to this porno theater. He uh, he had just worked out. So he needs to like go and blow up some steam. I think porno theaters is probably like the weirdest thing in the world like we don't have those anymore i hope not no we don't um it, it, it's just a bunch of people going into a theater to watch a movie together and uh watching porn is something you do either alone or with a good friend <laughs> just saying you mean like a loved one yeah but not your mom not your mom. <laughs> Not that kind of loved one. No. <laughs> so he he puts and, his yeah, feet up. Uh, and we notice he has a spur on his boot. Yes. It's the first time we notice it, uh-huh. and it becomes kind of like a thing. Yeah. And so the theater manager comes in and tells him to get his filthy feet down. Yeah. And he... I, I'm thinking he... Feels like this is the description that's been given of the killer. Yeah, he well, the, the that picture's gone to probably every business in okay. a three block radius. Yeah, and so they're like, "Oh, he kind of looks familiar. Let's uh, call the cops." So yeah. he called the cops, and the cops show up and they arrest him. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a chase, but they eventually yes. arrest him. So Molly and the detective are behind the glass, the two way mirror, mm-hmm. and she has to identify. Yes. The bad guy. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, I don't know. Maybe he's the second guy from the left, which wasn't the killer. No. So she would have almost identified the wrong guy. Yeah. As they're leaving, well, first off, Collins notices that um, 
somebody walked in there with a gun. Yes, one of the uh, other officers walked on in. His, on his hip. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, that guy's got a gun. Okay. Um, so-and-so, you need to leave right now as they're leaving. And yes. He, so Billy sees the gun, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, it's on. So he grabs a gun, shoots his way out. Mm-hmm. And that's also when Angel realizes it's him. Yeah, she goes, that's him right there. And that's why he pulls the gun yes. anyway. Yeah. He doesn't want to get caught, but I think he wants to get caught because he's a narcissist. Yeah, if you've watched enough uh, about serial killers, they eventually want to get caught. Yeah, absolutely. They want to keep doing what they're doing, but they also want the recognition for this. Yeah, like uh, the Hillside Strangler, Ted Bundy, Mm -hmm. um, John Wayne Gacy. They all wanted to be like, this was me. Mm -hmm. And when they got like... Somebody else was claiming, you know, they're like, no, that was me. That was the BTK killer. Yeah. Um, he was actually dormant for a while and they brought it up on like an anniversary and he's like, oh, I'm still here. And yeah. it's like, they want the recognition. Right. So Andrews takes Molly home after all this ordeal and he's shaken. Yeah. And um, he's insisting are meeting Molly's mother. Well, first, yeah, but like he's lighting a cigarette, his hands shaking, mm-hmm. he's like freaking out a little oh, bit. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he takes her up to her room, her apartment, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I want to meet your mom." He opens up the door to his mom's, her mom's room. It's just like a bed with no sheets on yeah, it. Yeah, it's bare. It's a bare room, and we find out. Molly's been on her own since she was 12. Mm-hmm. Her mom left with this guy to move to New York. Her dad disappeared when she was nine. She feels like her dad's coming back. Yeah. Um, he's not. And she's like, I don't want to go to a foster home. I don't want to do that. I'm a straight A student. I'm going to get myself out of here and I'm going to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not leaving until my dad comes home. Another good performance by her, just a little bit off. Yeah. You know, because she's really not that great of an actress. She's a B-movie actress mm-hmm, in, a, mm-hmm. in a movie that is close to being an A. Uh, she she does uh, pretty decently. The only, the only time that I really was distracted by her acting was when she was trying to cry. Yeah. All right. So we cut back to Billy the Killer. And he's uh, using his switchblade to uh, shave his head. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm disturbed by this. It's a little like, weird. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be really good with that blade. Apparently he is, because he shaves his head. Um, luckily for him, his next film role was Stripes, and he played a guy <laughs> with a shaved head. Um, so, Molly, Molly's talking to May, And uh, this guy just drops off like a Kentucky Fried Chicken box next to her. And he's like, what's in the box? And and she's like, don't worry about it. It's it's okay. He's like, no, what's in the box? And so she opens it and shows him it's a gun. Yeah. And May's like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) She's like, I got to protect myself. So Kit teaches uh, Molly how to shoot. Yeah, uh... Because the lieutenant had told her to stay in the in the apartment and not leave. Yeah. Until he was caught. And, of course, she's not going to obey that. She can't. She's got to work. She's got to make money. 
And so, yeah, Kit, like, explains to her, like, when I'm out on the street, I only use, like, fake bullets. But right now, real bullets. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he, like, she pulls out her gun. He goes, what the hell is this? (laughs) Because it's, like, this little, it's no bigger than, like, maybe from my thumb to my forefinger. Oh, yeah, it's, like, the size of my hand. Yeah, it's tiny. (laughs) And so he's, like, I don't know about this, kid. But we also, her. yeah, we also find out that uh, he lives in a warehouse with all yeah. of his memorabilia. Mm-hmm. And he talks about this guy, um, David Mick or something like that. I don't remember. I know it's a famous, uh, a famous Western film star. Yeah, it don't matter. But he always mentions him, and he was a silent film star. That guy was. Um, the guy who plays Kit Carson, Rory Calhoun, mm-hmm. he also played uh, Cowboys earlier on in his career. And he was in the twilight of his career, and he was doing a lot of B-movies, a lot of crap movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I only remember him from one other thing, and it's called Motel Hell. Oh, and wow. And he plays this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's this mm-hmm. psycho guy. So, uh, Molly's on the street. She's in her full, you know, outfit and everything. Mm-hmm. And the jock Rick... Yeah. He and his friends see her and they're like, oh, let's kidnap her and have sex with her. I know. They're like, oh, there she is. Who knew? And it's like, you two are little butts. And uh, my favorite line is, "Uh, come on, Molly, let's see your whisker biscuit. Uh And I'm like, whisker biscuit? (laughs) And like in my mind, I remember him saying fur cookie. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. apparently whisker biscuit, same thing. Just more British than what I was thinking. Um, and she pulls a gun on him and she tells him to get out. And they're like, uh, no. And then she shoots out his front window. Yeah. And they all like get out. Rick pees his pants. Uh-huh. And she's like, I won. Of course, the next day we find out she, she had, he had told everybody at the school that she's a hooker. Yes. The, the principal finds out. And, uh, Which she doesn't believe. She doesn't believe it, but then they find something in the notebook. They, they go, they go into her locker, which I think is ridiculous that he followed. But they find the gun in her notebook and like a, a, a what? What were those? Trapper keeper. And a, yeah, and her trapper keeper. Yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So Molly's been found out. And so molly leaves oh well creepy creepy guy oh yeah comes up to her and goes hey molly i know you didn't want to go on a date before but i have 20 dollars now do you want to go on a date now and she's like oh you piece of crap yeah and she runs away (laughs) and he's like did i do something wrong because he's clueless he's not creepy he's just a weirdo he's a weirdo but now that miss ellen knows alan really i thought it was miss ellen alan oh i wrote down ellen (laughs) uh she she decides it's time to go talk to Molly's uh, mother. Yeah. And I like this actress, her performance, at least, in this movie. Yeah, she's really good. Um, I don't remember her from anything else, but yeah, she's good. Uh, but Solly and May are playing, like, gin rummy or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, Solly, like, cheats. And so they're arguing. They're cussing each other out. And Miss Allen comes up, and she is like, hey... And she's like, what the F do you want? <laughs> like, Susan Terrell and Dick Sean in a scene together, you might as well have just made that your whole movie because it was amazing. It was uh, funny. And, and so they have, like, she Solly has an interaction with Miss Allen. 
and Miss Allen's like, well, can I go up and uh, see her mother? Her mother's an invalid. She can't walk. Mm-hmm. Well, if you would just, you know, take me up to her home, I'll not, you know. She, has, she hasn't been out of her bed. She would have to get out of her bed, walk to the front door, and open it to let you in. Mm-hmm. Well, if you would just let me in, I mean. Yeah. Back and forth, back and, and forth. And it's like, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. Which, First of all, that's not legal. Yeah, that's exactly right. As a landlord, you're not allowed to do that. Right. <laughs> and so, then she like, listen up, F face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get that key and I'm going to get up there and I'm going to talk to her mother and stuff like that. And she's like cussing her out like a blue streak. Boom. She threatens her with the uh, health department too. Yeah. During this time, uh, May like sneaks out mm-hmm. like she's gonna go up there and pose as the mother yeah i think may may be the only other person who actually knows about the mother's yeah. situation and so after she gives her the key she's like turns around she goes can you can you believe the effing mouth on that broad <laughs> like this this woman is my favorite uh-huh uh and and so she goes up there we see the killer Killer Billy, he's uh, posing as a Hare Krishna, mm-hmm. and he's going to Molly's home. Somehow he knows where she lives. He gets around the city pretty easy, yeah. so he probably has followed them before. Um, Collins sees the Hare Krishna and uh, goes to confront him, uh-huh. Killer Billy. Yeah, because, because Billy uh, breaks off from the Krishna group. Yeah. And that's how he even notices. Because yeah. he's, what, he's sitting outside Molly's apartment. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we see that. But then we get go back to the interaction between Miss Allen and May. Yes. Um, she answers, May answers the door in full-on drag. It is so good. And she's like, oh, I heard you were an invalid. He goes, she goes, well, it comes and goes. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I couldn't walk yesterday, but I can today. It's it's so weird. And she's like, all right, cut the crap. Yeah, yeah, she's you? not fooled. And so. They have you know, a really good conversation, though, it sounds they talk. He explains Molly's situation mm-hmm. as best as he can, and uh, and she's like, "Okay, well." She leaves, but at first she compliments his dress. Yeah, she's like, "Where did you get that?" Yeah. So, <laughs> in 1984, being part of LGBTQ was not common or normal. Yeah. Um. It was. An in the closet thing, you found out about gay people as a scandal. Yeah, yeah. Um, to have a movie in 1984 normalizing, you know, gay people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is very progressive and way ahead of its time. Yeah, and miles ahead and, of its time. Nobody said anything contrary, really. No, in the movie nobody at all. said anything. They acted like they, it was normal. They never called her or called him uh, gay. No, or you know any slurs. Uh uh-uh. The only slurs that we heard was when May was talking to Sully. He yes. would call her a dyke. Well, I think, I think there was one other. Th- I think she called him something. Yeah, she probably called him in the, in a, the know, f word. Yeah, yeah. Um. I just, I've never liked that word. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but, but it was more of how you sit with your friend 
and you call each other names. Yeah. It wasn't spiteful. Right. You know, um, and you have to be really comfortable with people to allow those type of mm-hmm. things. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. And, and so that's that. Yeah. So the, 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 we, the we teacher do, leaves. Yeah. We, yeah. The teacher leaves. She's safe. Was afraid she was going to die. Yeah. First time I watched this, I was like, oh no, she's going to die. <laughs> and then she didn't. And I was yeah. like, oh, good. Yeah. I liked her. Uh, but we do see a phone booth where Collins was and he's been killed. Yeah. He's just gone. Yeah. He was in process of calling. Yeah. And so May's like getting ready to leave Molly's apartment or something. Yeah. And then there's Billy the killer. Mm-hmm. And so there's a scuffle. They fight. They tear up furniture. Um, they end up on Molly's canopy bed mm-hmm. and the top of the canopy comes down um, we see blood and uh, May is no more. May's been stabbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sully comes in. Uh, I I can't remember. It's been a few days since we watched this. Yeah. I can't remember if Billy passed Sully. No. Okay. No. He he's fully gone. He's gone. Gone. Point. Okay. And so we see. Sully talking to May. May's like, yeah, what's what happened? I'm dying, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> or like... I'm dying, you dumb dyke or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And so they're like cussing each other out. Yeah. You know, and he's like, don't let Molly see me like this. Yeah. Don't let her see me. And then he passes away and she cries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost teared up during this part, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just someone. You like the whole, throughout uh-huh. the whole movie, and he's just dead. Yeah. And uh, the lieutenant happens to be bringing Molly home. Yeah. And I can't, oh, I can't exactly remember everything. But, uh, so well, she, she had gone to him and said, you know, life is gone. I, I'm not going to be anything anymore. Yes, that's right. Because of the uh, being found out at school. Yeah. And so they come in, and Sully you know, is immediately like to the detective to go back there. Molly, you can't go back, you know, trying to protect yeah. her. And so and of course, Anders is calling the cops. Yeah. You know, we need a coroner, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And whatnot. Um, Molly disappears. Mm-hmm. Now, earlier on in the movie, we see that Sully had bought a gun and it's like a hand cannon. Oh, it's yeah. It's a 44 Magnum. <laughs> and it's huge. That was that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So Molly had taken that gun, mm-hmm. and she's going to go and find the killer and kill his ass. Exactly. So now it's a revenge flick. Yes. <laughs> Here's the part where reality met fantasy. Yes. In where we have a little woman walking with purpose down a street with a gigantic gun. On Hollywood gun Boulevard. On Hollywood Boulevard. No permits. Nobody's saying anything. Nobody knows that this she, is an actress. She's pushing people out of her way. At one point, she falls over somebody because they're like, oh, trying to get out of her mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. The The reactions on everybody's face is like... Genuine. What the hell's going on? Yeah, because there's a giant gun in her hand. Yeah, and you know? she's chasing down Billy the killer. 
And eventually she shoots. Yeah, she starts shooting her gun. Yeah. Like he gets into the back of an El Camino and yeah. she starts shooting and then they're like, get out of my car. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff like that. He pushes people into her way. Uh-huh. Um, and she's running. She's wearing high heels. Yeah. So props, Bryce, props to her. Bryce Dallas Howard has nothing on this little girl. <laughs> Um, I mean, she's running like she's wearing, you know, sneakers. sneakers. Yeah. And she's just chasing him down. So we watched something about her talking about this particular scene, which I thought was interesting. And she had had experience shooting guns with a friend. Yeah. And she knew that these bigger guns had recoil. And so she put the recoil, the extra recoil in it because she's so small. So yeah, they this wanted woman it. probably weighed about ninety six oh, pounds. Yeah, yeah. So when she'd shoot the gun, her hands would go all the way up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they, they, he's cornered at one point in this alley. Uh, Anders is there. Um. Somebody got Kit to you know chase Kit, after. Kit oh, was there. Anders, he saw Anders it. catches Kit and goes, "Come on, we got to help Molly. Yeah, we got to find her." So she's going down this alleyway, and they're like, Molly, come back. Mm-hmm. Don't go in there. We're here now. We can take care of this. Yeah, and she's not. And she's like, no, mm-hmm. I'm killing this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Kit gets shot. Yeah. Not mortally. No. Yeah, the the killer, like, loses his switchblade and pulls a gun out of his, you know, pants. Mm-hmm. So he has a gun. Probably the gun he stole at the police station still. Probably. And, yeah, he shoots Kit. Eventually, we get to the scene where Andrews is kind of beat up. And Molly is on the ground. And he's going to kill them. Mm-hmm. And then, out of nowhere, Kit shows up. Guns a-blazing. Shoots about 12 shots into this killer. And it's over. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. Except... He only utters his one line at this point. It hurts. Yes. It hurts. Yeah. Kind of like a weird childlike. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know this was going to hurt. Yeah. And then he dies. Mm-hmm. And we go to credits. This movie uh, has three sequels. Um, Avenging Angel, Angel two, Angel 3, and Angel 4. And they they both had names as well. Avenging Angel uh, stars uh, Betsy Russell mm-hmm. as Angel. Betsy Russell is taller. She is more filled out in the chest region. Um, she's for me. She is most known for a movie called Tomboy. Okay. Uh, which is another kind of goofy teen booby flick. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does it really well. You find out that Angel is adopted by Andrews, and she raises he raises her, you know, finishing school, mm-hmm. gets her into college. She's going to be a lawyer. In Angel 3, you find out, like, instead of a lawyer, she becomes a cop because of things that happen in Angel 2. Mm-hmm. And, and then in Angel 4, she's FBI. It's so weird. <laughs> Very weird progression. So it just keeps going. Uh-huh. Um, but 
Angel's okay. Kit's in the next movie as well. So is Sully. But they have another cast of like misfits that they have. Mm-hmm. This movie um, is probably one of the last of the B-movies slash grindhouse slash drive-in type movies. Okay. Because before that you had, you know, your popcorn flicks, your revenge films. Um, I Spit on Your Grave. Freaking, you know, slasher films. Things like that. But this movie kind of was the end of that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of the better ones. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought you would be. And that's why I was like, yeah, we should just do that one. I know she's going to get mad a little bit, but <laughs> I, I know this is going to be a good one. So, that's... I'm not going to say it's one of my favorite movies, but Mm. it's one of those forgotten movies that you go, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. Let's put it on our podcast. What streaming service did we see this on? Uh, We saw it on Tubi TV. Mm T-U-B-I-TV. It is a free app that you can get for your smartphone or smart television. This one's the one that breaks up with commercials, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can watch it on Con TV because it's part of their thing. Okay. And so, if you get go on Amazon, they have channels. Con TV is one of the mm-hmm. channels. Mm-hmm. On Tubi, they'll take excerpts from these pay channels, and uh, they'll put ads in there. Uh huh. So it's okay. the Con TV section of Tubi TV. Interesting. Tubi TV has a lot of hidden gems. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of garbage. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it's got a lot of hidden gems. This is one of them. Um, the original Suspiria is on there, and that movie is crazy. Yeah. Uh, is that where you were watching uh, Godzilla this week? No, oh. I've, I've been watching that on HBO Max. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I say, I don't remember commercials on that. No. Um, in fact... Godzilla movies are probably coming up soon. Like, we're going to probably just do them. Um, Our clips will be in all Japanese. (laughs) So, but anyway. Or dubbed. (laughs) What did, all right, you liked the movie. I did like the movie. Who was your favorite character? May. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Like, I almost cried when I was talking about him dying. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't think I would have liked the movie. If Dick Sean was not in this movie. Right. I really don't. Because everything else was kind of like, yeah, I get it, you know. But whenever Dick Sean was in the scenes, he enhanced it. He did. He was the spice of the movie, basically. Yeah. I, I don't know how they got him for this film. Um, I know that he was trying to branch out and do more things. Mm-hmm. Because his club act was, you know... In its twilight years, he had done club stuff in the 60s. Yeah. And here it is, the 80s, you know, 20 years later. And he's like, oh, I gotta do something or else yeah. I'm not gonna make money. Yeah. Um. So he did this movie. This movie got played on a loop on HBO. Mm. It was on every damn day. Really? Yeah. Every day. Hmm. Probably every 12 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. They must have had a boost in ratings. Yeah. It's probably because there was full frontal nudity as well. Oh yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's total like, like there's scenes where like every woman is naked in this locker room yeah. except for Molly. Yeah, for no reason. None. Yeah. Like 
they see him you see him walking around like that was the thing as a girl going to school i never saw naked girls walking around in locker rooms that does not normally happen that that's i'm sorry sad. to burst your bubble that's the saddest but thing it I've just ever heard. doesn't happen <laughs> um susan terrell was my other favorite one she was just amazing in this film the the rest of the supporting cast i mean kit carson kit was good he was fun mm-hmm. he had probably i think the most lines other than molly because he was just a motor mouth talk 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 mm-hmm. i feel like this was his real job though like he he did <laughs> he did, he was really a performer on the strip doing these old western things they're like yeah, we probably. like you yeah <laughs> Well, that's not the case. He was just, he'd been I know, in movies. But, I know, but it, I mean, it just, it feels like this might have been something he had done. Yeah. You know, already. Um, Donna Wilkes spent a couple days talking with other hookers. Um, she learned that, yes, there are people that come here and they are 12, 13, 14 years old. Wow. And, uh, and it's sad. Yeah. She also went on to do, I think, two other movies, then got pregnant and just became a mom. Oh. Um, she has done stuff since then, but they're usually very low-grade garbage movies mm-hmm. that you're kind of like, oh, I wish you hadn't done this. Aw. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's, she, there's an interview that we watched with her, and, uh. Yeah, she's did she older. do something in Godfather too? No, well, or she sort of almost did. She had done commercials in New York, and then she moved to the Dominican Republic and started going to school there. Okay, she had quit acting, but Francis Ford Coppola was filming Godfather two, and they wanted to have extras, so they went down there to audition as extras. Coppola liked her, mm-hmm. and but she didn't get on screen. She became his translator, so ah, that's what it she was. was okay. She was able to give out direction for this scene because they're supposed to be in Cuba, mm-hmm. and so she would hear his direction. She would repeat his direction to them. They would talk to her, and she would talk to him. That's so really interesting. She had a she had a sort of business relationship with Coppola yeah. during this. Then she went on, she did uh, um, Schizoid and some other movie. Uh, she did Days of Our Lives. She did Jaws 2 and then she did Angel. Hmm. So, she she got back into acting. Then she you know, it wasn't her passion. Mm-hmm. She's no uh, Christy McNichol or whatever her name is. Uh, music. What did you think of the music? It was fine. Yeah, it, there were some pop songs in there. There was a lot of scores, you know. There were times where I think it would have benefited from no music whatsoever. Yeah, um, it wasn't memorable enough for me to remember the music, per se. Yeah. I knew there was music, but it didn't strike me as anything to write home about. It was about. just 80s pop music yeah. and some other stuff. It's just filler. Um, this movie, if you're my age... You've seen this movie. You just don't remember you did. Oh, I'd never seen it. Well, you just did. Before this. Oh. 
um, the poster. I posted the poster on uh, our Facebook, uh-huh. and uh, it's in Spanish. <laughs> so, so, so the taglines are in Spanish, but you know it's still there. It's it's the poster. Um, she's dressed like a schoolgirl. She's dressed like a hooker. Um, and I put a little tagline on there. Is basically what the tagline mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. but. I looked at it yes last <laughs> night and I was like, ah, crap, that's in Spanish. That's hilarious. So, anyway, if you like this podcast, give us a, a a like on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. If you like us even more, we're on Twitter at Fun Time Movies One. That is Fun Time Movies and the number one. Follow us on all the platforms that I talked about in the intro. And at least uh, one. Yeah. Yeah, just follow them all. Just just subscribe. <laughs> like there they are. Click. There they are. Click. That's funny. Uh so anyway, just uh go watch a movie.